Okay, everybody. I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. And then you can get started. It's really fun. We just switched over recently here at All Too Real 2, and I'm enjoying it so far. So be sure to check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Everybody, uh, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real. Too. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm your host Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is the jolly and always energetic Matthew House. You sound energetic, Matt. Yeah. Are you okay? No. What's wrong, man? What's wrong? The movie we watched, I, I did not like it. What movie was that, Matt? You can't make me say it. Um, Benchwarmers 2, Breaking Balls. Yes. Because we didn't quite say enough with Benchwarmers <laughs> 1. <laughs> they needed to make a sequel. Yep. <laughs> Direct-to-video sequel, in fact. Mm-hmm. And it came out in 2019. It's a new one. Yeah, in January of 2019 is one of the newest movies. So it's only like two months old. <laughs> As we record this. Mm. Yes. Got to remember, Matt, this might not air for a year. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, behind the scenes, folks, we're a bank in a bunch of episodes. <laughs> yeah. So um, the uh, uh, this movie mm. was... Um, Directed by uh, Jonathan A. Rosenbaum. And uh, he is known for directing such uh, great things as a bunch of uh, Disney Channel shows, basically. That's all I've really seen on his his, um, thing. He's got, like, Girl Meets World and Casey Undercover and... He also directed um, a previous movie that we watched on this sh- show. 
Mm-hmm. Cop and a half new recruit. <laughs> that one wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it's been directing for quite a while, for like twenty some years. So, yeah. And the writer. Yeah. Um. The writer of this film is a uh, Stephen Mazur. Wrote Liar Liar, you know, Heartbreakers. Those are both decent movies. He also wrote Without a Paddle, Nature's Calling, and Matt's favorite movie of all time, Jingle All the Way 2. Mm. I don't understand why. Okay. It's weird how we keep running into the same people working on these projects. Mm-hmm. It's very strange on it's all these direct to video sequels. It's because they, it's like just like networking, you know? It's like you find who you like and you're just like, hey, you want to work on this next project? And then they just get the same like 15 people. I mean, what's next? Are we going to get, you know, Jingle All the Way 3 with um, Hulk Hogan or something like that? Or. No. No, okay. <laughs> and we will not. Or The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, you know. No. no, that would actually be good. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I don't think he would replace Larry the Cable Guy no. in a movie. Because Larry already replaced him in a movie. <clears throat> that's right, he did. In Tooth Fairy. Yep. Anyways, yep. um... Mm. No, that's my favorite movie, The Tooth Fairy 2. Oh, yeah. Not Jingle All the Way 2. No. 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 That That's my favorite one. Yes. So, uh... Fat Man and Hagen. Yes. <laughs> so, um, this movie... It, it is in existence. It okay. exists. Here is the short synopsis of the movie. A freak accident ruins a guy's chances at playing professional baseball. He joins a competitive softball league for lawyers. That is the description. <laughs> That's awesome. That should be the descri- the whole yeah. That should be it. That should be the whole description right there. Yes, that is the description that they give us on the Internet Movie Database. And it's not even true, really. For one thing, the accident didn't actually permanently injure him from playing baseball, so they messed it up a little bit. Well, where yeah. the fact that he couldn't get signed to a league um, initially, a major league, but it yeah. wasn't like he. Was but he sustained. he gave up because yeah. it, it it's psychologically damaged. Him. Well, yeah, yeah. So that did hurt him. I guess, but... I it didn't know. physically prevent him from no. playing baseball. It just mentally prevented him from playing baseball because what happens, folks, is um, if the title didn't give it away, mm-hmm. Breaking Balls, um, the uh, star of the film, Chris Klein, from American Pie fame, um, and The Flash, and I'm sure he's been in other things, too, but... He's been in a yeah. bunch of stuff. And... He's famous for spending a whole Mud Hens game talking to my dad. <laughs> Is he famous for that or? No, just to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. My dad used to be a bartender at the Toledo Mud Hens games. And uh, back when Chris Klein was dating Katie Holmes, they came to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris just asked my dad, "Is like, hey, is it cool if I just hang out here by the bar with you for the game? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so he just sat there and talked to my dad for like, few innings of the game or something so yeah um, so that's why so when you go to his wikipedia page it says you know american pie one through three 
or also uh, all of them. And and no, he, he's in he's in one, two, <clears throat> and four. One, two, and four. Yes. And then also, um, yeah, yeah, one, two, and four, a bunch of other stuff. And he talked to your dad at Mudhen Scheme. It's going to be on the you know what he's fam- what he's known for. Yes. The conversation he had. Yes. He talked to uh, Michael Edward Cullen the first. Yeah. And, about a bunch of stuff, just just yeah. shooting, just talking about life. And my dad had no clue who the hell he was. Right, which makes it even cooler. Yeah. <clears throat> so it stars him. Yes. And then also John Lovitz is in it. Yes. And uh, Lachlan Monroe, who is currently on Riverdale, I believe, and some other things. But yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> he's a Canadian actor who's been <clears throat> in like everything shot in Canada, including Riverdale. Anyways, go. um, the. Uh, the um, yeah, there, there's a connection there. Chris Klein and uh, and him are both on shows uh, produced by Greg Berlanti. Oh, see, because you know Greg Berlanti produces Riverdale and The Flash. <clears throat> see, so, it's, it's a networking. It, yes, it works. It okay, works. and that, that's a good sign though, because that means that all we have to do, we're just one, we're we're just one successful or semi-successful person away from networking to get our shot into being into that orbit. Yes, and then we'll just get jobs based off that networking. I think circle. we need to move in, move to Vancouver. Yeah, I think so because that's where it seems like all this stuff is happening. Yeah, because that's I where mean, this movie was shot. Unfortunately, yeah. Vancouver is very expensive to live in. Yeah, but, and I know, think it's kind of hard to become a Canadian citizen. It is very hard to become yeah, a Canadian so, citizen. So, hmm. I guess we're stuck here in Trump land. <sighs> anyways, Damn um, it. the uh, so anyways, Chris Klein's character of Ben gets uh, hit in the balls. As uh, the <clears throat> title "Breaking Balls" um, suggests, um, why was he not wearing a cup? That's what what I want to know. Most uh, AAA baseball players I know of wear cups. I'm pretty sure anyone. I wore a cup when I played little league. Yeah, even I mean, come on, it's only. I think smart I, I think safe. I wore a cup when I that that week I played t ball. I mean, yeah, that week I played t ball. The week, yeah, yes. Well, you never know. You can accidentally hit the ball and it can mm-hmm. ricochet and then hit you yeah. right there. So I um yeah, I yeah. played t-ball for a week, Matt. <clears throat> That's cool. It's a great career, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I got chicken pox, and oh, I had to sit out the rest of the that season. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bench warmer three breaking pox. No. Yes. <laughs> no. That'll be the story of my life. <laughs> yeah. I could have been a I could have been a, a major league baseball yeah. player, but I got chicken pox. And then that was yeah, T ball. We're, we're gonna build a time machine. Here's yeah. the story. Okay. We build a time machine, we go back and we find five year old Mikey or six year old Mikey or whatever I was, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, Hey, you know, don't go hang out with that kid who has chicken pox. No. Nope. Because he or she's gonna give you chicken pox. I don't know who gave it to me. I'm not really sure. It was probably just going around the school. Mm-hmm. And then um or my friends or whatever, and then I got it, and I had to spend most of the summer with chicken pox, and now I have a little uh, scar in the middle of my forehead because of it, because I picked at a scab. Oh, anyway, wow. yeah, so there's all, there's always that, man, you know? Yeah. So what were we talking about? Uh, bench warmers, too. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, don't steal my tri- time-traveling uh, chicken pox uh, yeah. film idea, folks, if you listen to this. Don't do it, because we have it on recording right here to start it here. Yes. The idea came from here. Yes. So. And um yeah, if I if I go to the theaters and I see a time traveling chicken pox movie. Now that just sounds like chicken pox or time traveling. Yep. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. So he gets he gets hit in the balls, and then he uh, basically uh, loses his career. And um, little note: uh, the uh, the announcer at the at the at the minor league baseball game that he's playing is played by Jonathan Silverman. Okay. Yeah. Who used to have he had his he had a lot of uh, success in the eighties and nineties act as an actor, and obviously he's um he's gone far to become the announcer in Benchwarmers two, breaking balls. <clears throat> In one scene. Hey, well, he's uh, he's still going. He's not going to allow, you know. I loved Jonathan Silverman. Well, I thought he was hilarious. He's a great actor. And I'm just like, why are you in this movie? Sometimes when you get knocked down, you have to get up again. You know, and maybe that's never ben- going to keep you down. Maybe that bench warmer. Maybe he's going to pull up on that bench and he's going to that's going to take him to new heights. I don't know. Yes. Chumba Wumba. Anyways, um. Chris Klein, who I also love, by the way. I do. I, I really like Chris Klein as an actor. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, he and John Lovitz are probably the saving graces of this film. Yeah. Because I love John Lovitz. I love it's him. You love you love it's the John Lovitz. Yes. Yep. Okay, so uh, he gets hit in the balls. He uh, <laughs> his, his wife is pregnant at the time, too. And um, so then he ends up, I uh, guess, getting a divorce. The kid grows up. He becomes a uh, a lawn care maintenance guy. <clears throat> yeah, like a guard, like just mowing lawns, mowing grass, whatever, stuff. trimming, yeah. you know, brushes, bushes, or whatever. <clears throat> and it's like you know one of those stereotypical movies where you know the ex-wife is bitter because her husband you know wasn't a huge success and yeah you know denigrates him for having like a regular job. You know, and you, you basically know. realize she didn't really love him. She was only with him for the right. success and the money. And a lot her. of these movies yeah. have this kind of like trope of like the, you know, the the girlfriend slash wife is. But I don't know because he did he didn't mention his kid though when he was talking about like <clears throat> for like a few years he was like just like drinking a lot, not really. You know what I mean? So like there there may have been more to the story, but since it's called Benchwarmers Two: Breaking Balls, they really couldn't get. Into, get into like character death really for that kind of a movie so it just kind of glossed over like yeah for a few years i was kind of drinking and not really doing anything so maybe so maybe uh, i don't know though because when, but like when he got hit in the balls first though she was like oh fuck like which kind of like made it like foreshadowing that she was gonna leave him because and she was gonna be so i don't know again it's called benchwarmers 2 breaking balls i'm not sure if they put too much thought into like relationship issues and how that that actually comes across on screen or writing of any kind of writing, yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, um, <laughs> no, 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 no offense, Mister Mazer. Sorry. Um. Anyways, um, the, the uh, <laughs> I did enjoy Liar Liar. Yeah, 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 that was good. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> the uh, the um, oh God. So the, the then the then the, then um he he ends up uh getting his passing the bar which they made a really bad joke about when oh, he tells God. his wife that oh I passed the bar and he's like oh that's the first time or something like that you know you you passed he's like no I didn't pass by a bar I passed the bar blah 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 but he do 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 anyways um yeah that was so, a terrible joke so he he goes and he um applies for jobs everywhere nobody wants to hire him because he got his degree online or something. Yeah, U U C L O. Yeah. Um and then he uh ends up getting hired by this really 
fancy uh, law firm that uh, is run by uh, Lachlan Monroe's character, who is named... Um, I, I never got his name. Oh, uh, they say it, because oh, okay. he's the it's Stenhouse. Oh, that's right, Stenhouse. Yeah, because yeah. Stenhouse and Gray is the name of the uh, law firm he runs. And um, he gets hired, and he finds out that he later on that he was just hired basically to play softball for them, for their softball team, as a ringer in the softball team. And uh, so then he quits, or gets fired. He gets fired because they he tries to hit he tries to hit a ball but he can't hit it because he's having PTSD mm-hmm. from his uh from his getting hit in the yeah, balls ball breaking experience yes and um so then he uh goes to a bar and is going to get drunk but he doesn't he ends up dumping the mm-hmm. the drink he orders down the drain. And he just wanted to go to a bar and pretend. To wallow in his self. Yeah. But, and, uh, and then John Lovitz is there as his character from the original Benchwarmers, which I'm sure everybody remembers fondly. Uh-huh. I kind of sort of do. Because I'm just... Okay. I kind of get doing a sequel to a successful movie that everybody loves. Benchwarmers was, was, was a decent movie. It's not the most memorable movie in John Lovett's career or anybody else that was involved in that film's career. Why make a sequel to that movie? I don't get. <clears throat> yeah, and also why if if everyone if everyone in <clears throat> Benchwarmers won like used that victory to kind of like as like a springboard to you know become successful in their lives and careers and but was John Lovitz's character still being kind of like somewhat down and out? Even even though he's like a billionaire, he's like yeah, he's still kind of like a sad sack person. So what? How come he didn't use that as like a springboard? You know, no, I know. Just really, again, it's called Ben Trumbers to Breaking Balls. So there's not much you know character yeah. death in these kind of movies, and I I mean that quite literally because. There is so much overacting in this movie. It, 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 I mean, it's it's like asinine. It's really like, high. It's terrible. It's, I, I blame that on direction or okay. anything. And in a lot of ways, allowing that to happen. Um, and no offense, Mister Rosenbaum. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I I say this stuff because I hate myself mainly because I because I wish I was in your position right now. Yeah, being able to actually write or direct movies and get paid for them even mm-hmm. if they are like cheesy stupid movies i don't even do that so it's yes. really it's really about me it's not about you and to the people out there if you want to make a uh, bench warmers <laughs> three matt and i are more than happy to write it and <laughs> direct it for you just make sure we have john lovitz on board and yeah we're good yeah yeah we don't have to have anybody else we'll get john lovitz we'll be good mm-hmm. yes <laughs> we can make do with one actor who's known and everyone yeah. else can be no name or yeah. or just people off the street even. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, can you recite a line? There you go. Cool. Yep. We can make it work. We'll so, make a good movie for yeah, you. We will. So, we so will. you know, so, so if you're out there listening, hire us. We've got some ideas. I mean, hell, we could do the, the, the chicken pox. Uh, yeah, there you go. The, the chicken pox time travel idea. I mean, you know, Sandlot 3 was about time travel. So why not <laughs> make right. Benchwarmers 3 about time travel? Anyways, um, <laughs> we're going to, um, you know, so what else happened in this? You know, we got. <clears throat> so, yeah, he, um, John Lovitz hires him to work at his firm that he 
inherited from like a lawsuit or something like that. Yeah. He's the owner of a law firm. He's not a lawyer himself. Called Schmood. An ass. Well, yeah. associates. But. Yes. And um, graciously, he hires him to also be a lawyer as well as a manager of the softball team. Don't forget their uh, their tagline, though, too, for the law firm. What was it? Forget Don't that. get sued. Get schmood. <laughs> That's right. Don't get sued. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so he gets like a really shitty office that's like tiny. Yeah. He can't even he can't even like walk around. He has to like climb over his desk just to get to into get in a there. seat. It's yeah. like such it's like a closet, literally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the difference is that he actually hired him to be a lawyer as in addition to being the softball coach. Pretty sure his office is a fire hazard. <laughs> it was. Well it is. Got, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. I mean, come on. If, if anyone saw that, that was not up to code at all, and they get sued. Uh, but anyway, so he ends up managing their uh, their softball team. Of course, they're no good, and everyone's overacting, like, just a complete caricature. Yeah, they're all, like, crazy and wacky people. Like, I mean, it's like it's like the ragtag bunch of, you know, misfits, but it's, it's, it's like, it's, like, nobody ever acts that way at all there's a guy in a scooter who who's there just because he wants to dodge um trip rush hour traffic yeah like he doesn't want to drive during rush hour so he's just gonna hang out and practice yeah um there's the woman that thinks she's pregnant with a dead guy's baby baby there's a there's a hot chick Oh, of course who's offensive who's offended by everything but the the the, yeah but the the joke is everything she says is accidentally an innuendo yeah. when she's talking about like taking a big load and her backs up against the wall and then he says what's your favorite position and then she slaps him so that's like of course that's like the the, the you know the angry feminist um mm-hmm. trope but who also says sexual things but doesn't know it but she's super hot so it's weird. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not even sure what they're going for, but oh, it's yeah. just stupid. And um, and and she's, she's she joins the team later on, I think. And then um, there's a Sikh guy named uh, who who called who says he's sick and not Sikh. He says he's sick. He pronounces first. it sick instead of Sikh. I think sometimes people can pronounce it. Yeah, I guess I'm so. not sure. I'm um, not sure, but his name's Kashmir. Because one of my friends in high school, uh, she he said something like, "This friend of his, he said um, she's sick." I asked her, you know, what was wrong with her. He goes, no, she's not sick. She's yeah. sick. Uh, and they did the same joke in this yeah, movie. Yeah. That literally happened to me in high yeah. school. Because <laughs> I was wondering, because I saw her walking around, like, she seems healthy to me. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. God. So, yeah. Um, Good old Prakash. He was, he was a cool dude. Anyways, um, we're going to keep you on the on, on, on your toes here, feet. Uh, feet. We're going to keep you on your toes here, feet. <laughs> Matt, what's wrong with me? I don't know what's wrong with any of us. <laughs> we're we're going to keep you uh, keep you glued here, people. Uh, we got to take a little break okay. here for a uh, word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back here with All Too Real 2. All right. Hi, folks. This is Michael Lee Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay, anyways, um, folks... Uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, 
you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter, then you should definitely check this out. Or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. Yeah, so I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can really. So, um, yeah. So, so check out uh, Super Story Podcast right here where you get this podcast, Super Story Podcast. Okay, we're back. Those were some good ads, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I like them. Don't get sued, get schmooed. Yeah. They weren't one of our sponsors. No, because they're no. a fictional company, but... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, so he, he's managing this team. He's, then there's a random law case going on I, that, that takes up way too much of the movie. I'm like forgotten everything that's happened in this movie just because of how stupid it is. Yeah. So help me try to. It's, it's like, you know, how they sometimes say with like Chinese food, you eat it and then like an hour later you're hungry. Yeah. That's how I feel after yeah. this movie. Like an hour later, I forgot. I you watched forgot everything. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, Chinese food is mainly two or three hours. But, you know, yeah, I get still, it. You know I, get, I, mean? I get the yeah. gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's because a lot of it's not, it's not very high in protein. Yes, you got the rice, which is the yeah. carbohydrate. I can't, I'm getting into stupid stuff here, but yes. uh, anyways, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm getting off topic. We we need to focus. All right, so and focus on the bench warmers to um, breaking balls. Yes, and um, <clears throat> so he's he's starting to like what he's doing, and then his son is like be proud of him because he's actually like caring about something for like the first time ever. Yeah, and then um, he brought his son to help him because his son's like a math wizard. So he brought his son, who's like only like seven years old or whatever. Yeah, and, like, and, and his son's kind of hanging out with uh, Mel, who is uh, John Lovett's character's uh, daughter. Yeah. named Mel Jr. And she's kind of like a Adam's Family type of... Who was the girl from the Adam's Family? Wednesday Adams. She's kind of yeah. like, sort of like... I mean, not exactly. In a way, she's kind of gothy. She reminds me of her. She's, she, but, and she's very dark, but she's overacting and again yeah. they're all they all all of them so he's he's like seven or eight or whatever and he's helping basically like do stats for like the players like who's you know who's got the best hits who's whatever to kind of yeah. that's basically his job and so he's 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 like an ad you know working with his dad and uh once they get started getting some new players they start you know winning more games and they're really enjoying it and then like mike said the court case involves some sewage thing where the 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 guy who's coaches the the Stetson and um whatever yeah they're they're, they're trying to make a plant build a plant there or something yeah. is what it is and it'll end up tearing down the town that the that Smoot is located in which is the hometown of the uh, of this like intern lawyer that's working at the Associates who's played by uh, Chelsea uh, Reist or Reist I don't know how you say her name but uh, her name is Annie. Okay. And uh, she's kind of the love interest for Chris Klein's character, you know, which you could tell the moment she walked on screen that mm-hmm. that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was so obvious. Like, they just exchanged that look or whatever. And um, <clears throat> so then things go awry when um, this case happens because she wants she grew up from there. She wants to make it so it doesn't happen. So they go talk to the mayor who is a massage therapist who is it strongly implied gives her customer a happy ending and she's mayor of the town yeah and it's a really crappy looking business and the whole street looks like shit 
And yeah. So then she's like, I'm not going to help you. Oh, and, oh, oh, of course, Stenhouser, Stenhouser is the is the is the opposing um, lawyers, by the way. Yeah, you know? he's so, like yeah. the guy who's the lawyer for this. So then they the so now the movie becomes a mystery about a missing file. So they have to they have to search for this missing file because the engineer um, signed off on like a different plan called like something number A. But the one that they had was B. So they're trying to find the one that says A and they can't find it because the file's missing. And then the guy who uh, wrote it told the guy who works at the place to lie about it. So then they lie about it and then they come back. I'm, I sound like, sound like Trump now when he was talking about, and we're going to go to Supreme Court and then they're going to say we can't go and then we're going to build a wall and then we're going to go back to Supreme Court. It's like a B-flat the entire fucking time. Yeah. I didn't realize that Trump could actually sing. It was a, literally a B-flat. Yeah. I'm the worst president in the United States history. I know we're not supposed to talk politics on the show, but I really thought that speech was interesting. Anyway, so um, it was. <laughs> Anyways, um, and, um, but uh, but yeah, but basically, what happens then? You know, we got the law thing going on, you know, the, the whole the whole court case thing. There's this file missing. They pretend to find the file, um, where there's this an you know annoying file clerk yeah. there too, um, who uh, is in on the thing, um, is helping Stenhouser for some reason. For some reason, no, no, explain reason no. why. Probably money, and um, because government's corrupt. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> yep. speaking of Trump. Anyways, uh, the uh, <laughs> the sorry, folks, don't want to alienate my uh, right wing uh, listeners here. Um, the uh, <laughs> yeah, the um, but anyways, um, the whole um. The whole thing sucks. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. this movie's terrible, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it. Please don't. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather watch uh, without a pedal. Yeah, um, I would too. Actually, four times more than because it actually had some humor to it. Yeah, decent humor, rather not just I mean, stupid overacting. The only thing that makes this movie even palatable, pa- palatable. Whoa, <laughs> that was that was a weird word. Anyways, um, <laughs> is a uh, is Chris Klein and, and John Lovitz yeah. basically. I mean. And Lachlan Monroe, who's usually a good actor, is way overacting in this, too. And, I mean, I just don't get it. It's weird. I mean, I'm sure all these people are good actors. They're just not bringing it They're here. not utilized yeah. correctly. Um, so, so in the end, we'll just we'll just boil it down to the end. Good, because I yeah. don't want to talk so, about this whole movie. So, so in the end, <laughs> they end up there. There's this big baseball. I mean, I mean, big, big uh, championship uh, softball game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they... Uh, um, John Lovitz in the middle of it ends up making a bet that uh, that'll basically mean that uh, the town will not be destroyed. Yeah. And um, if uh, if the benchwarmers win the game against the Stenhouser douchebags, I don't yeah. know what I don't know what their team mascot Cobras, is. I'm just going to call them the douchebags. Yeah. Anyways, the uh, <laughs> yeah. they uh, so in the end they win. They, oh yeah, but don't forget the fact that his ace in the hole was helicoptering the oh, yeah. pitcher that pitched and broke his balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pay, he paid him like I think it was like twenty thousand dollars for an hour to be there to yeah. to uh to 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 throw a throw a pitch at uh at at Chris Klein's balls. Anyways, the um and he, and also they're they're uh. The one chick goes into labor, and so then they had to bring in a a new player. 
at one point. Oh, no. No, they brought in a new uh, pitcher because the pitcher stopped pitching. They brought in the one new player, which was uh, Ben himself, Chris Klein's character. Yeah, yeah. And then they also brought in a new pitcher, which was the uh, Annie lawyer that that hadn't, you know, because we found out earlier. And there's a scene earlier in the movie yeah. where Chris Klein and Chris Klein's character and Chelsea uh, Rice's character have sex. Of course, and, and uh, we find out that uh, she was like a like a professional softball player or something before she got into law. <clears throat> yeah, she has like this shrine of statues hidden away. Oh, by the way, in a so, whole room just dedicated to that. Even though she says that it's not for her, yet she has all of her statues or, or trophies. And if there was something I was awards. trying to forget, I don't think I'd keep them in a room. Oh, of course my, you wouldn't. You would have a whole shrine. But you know that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? When you're trying to forget something, you just have it. Yeah, like all the right shrines I have you. to my ex girlfriend. Yeah. Oh wait. Wait, do you? No, oh, okay. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. I was just saying, if there's something I'm yeah. trying to forget. I'm not going to build a shrine right, right, to right. it. Anyways. So, <laughs> so, by the way, so um, t- talk about the overacting again. So, next time that you wake up after making love with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and you have to you have to pee, please make sure that you announce and sing song to yourself that you have to go to the bathroom because while you're only, in the hall, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like, gotta find a bathroom. Got, got to find a bathroom. Got to pee. Got to, got to, got to so, find a bathroom. Got to pee. Got to find a bathroom. Got to, got to pee. If you don't do that, that means you don't have to really go to the bathroom. You got to make sure that you hold your, your private area and squirm around and mm-hmm. sing song about having to go to the bathroom. You got, you got to yeah. announce it to someone, some ghost, spirit, something. I do that all the time. Yeah, well. Yeah, I've done that. I mean, your bathroom's like literally right next to, you know, to your... To my bedroom. So that's kind of... But, a, you know. but yeah, I still can't find it ever. Okay. It's weird. <laughs> In my own apartment. Wow. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> I can walk out of the bathroom and I mean the bedroom and I'm somehow out in the hallway yeah. of the apartment building. Uh, it's weird. It's I don't know what yeah. the hell, you know. And I end up having to use the neighbor's bathroom. Well, it's, well that's wait, weird. What? Huh? Uh, hey? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you have community bathrooms. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. That would be kind of fucked. It's not a dorm. <clears throat> God, community bathrooms. Oh, like. yeah. Anyway, but, um, so that's how he finds, yeah, I know. So that's how he finds out. About the trophies, because when he was looking for the bathroom, somehow he, he opened stumbled. up the other room. That's what it was, and he found all these softballs with like sitting on top of like golden gloves or statues trophies. or trophies, and, whatever, yeah. um, like pins, like or like um, not pins, what they called banners, not banners. Like you know, when like a pig wins an award, it's like a circle with like a flag on it, kind of not ribbon, know. ribbon. There you go, <laughs> a bunch of ribbons. <laughs> Like when a pig wins an award. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Like when they, they have like the best pig or whatever. The state fair or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, a bunch of ribbons. And yeah. then and then he like, again, with the overacting, he like angrily like goes into her room and like shouts and wakes her up like antagonizing her about lying to him about not playing softball i'm like dude why would anyone be beholden to tell you that they played softball in their and life could you just wait point? until she woke up in the morning and yeah. talk to her about it that's my thing i mean i'm sorry but if somebody woke me up in the middle of the yeah. night and accused me of playing softball i think Man, i'd be like fuck? fuck are you talking about and so she kicks him out of the house her house for being an asshole and then he's like I still have to pee. And like you said, what did you say after he said that? I still have to pee. Oh, I can't remember. You I said say? like you, she never knew that you had to pee at yeah, all. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, he never, he announced it to himself, not to her. So she had no idea he had to pee. As far as she knew, he was just snooping around her house. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I would kick him out if he was doing that. Yeah, going into secret trophy rooms. Like I fall, and... I fall asleep. You know, if if I if I if I were to have a you know a lady friend over and I fall asleep, I don't want her snooping in the drawers and the doors of my yeah. apartment. I don't have really many rooms in my apartment, so it's not like she could find a trophy room. What if full she went of... to that closet right there and just was snooping around, whatever? Yeah, she'd find some shoes and some well, board, board games and some uh, coats. Um, I was going to say board games, actually. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yep. She'd, be, she'd be like, I can't believe it. You play Monopoly. Do you have apples and apples in there? Yeah. Oh, sweet. We should play it sometime. Yeah, we should. How many people do you need to play I think more than two. Okay, all right. Yeah, because pretty much if you only have two, then it's, it's going to be. Kind of, yeah. You kind of guess who the other person okay, that yeah. put down the <laughs> yeah, card. Kind of defeats the person. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that time? Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say. Yeah, no, go ahead. Remember that time when we were we were going to play apples to apples and it was this big. And then the, the person said that. Uh, we went. To, we they said they didn't have it, so we went to the store to buy it, and we and then to find out, it. like, oh, I guess I do have it because he, he didn't want to. Oh like, yeah, I shouldn't say. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I remember that. Do you, do you remember the time we played apples to apples at when we were in college together, and we played it at the uh, there was like a an interfaith thing. Yeah, and um, Matt was Matt was like gaining in the in, in like you know was was winning at one point, and he's like, what did you say? <clears throat> Oh, you're, you're like, you're like, oh, they don't call me the comeback yes, kid. They don't call me the comeback kid for nothing. And then I was just like, no one in your life has ever, ever called you that. that. <laughs> and I made, and I made the the Catholic and the Muslim people laugh. That was great. That was awesome. I love that. That was that was such a cool yes. um, thing. And then, and of course, you know, I, I, you know, unbeknownst to me, that the Catholic girl was kind of flirting with me, but since I'm an idiot, I don't know probably read any kind of language. Oh, yeah. I just totally botched that. We could have been married by now, probably if if I you know in an alternate timeline. Well, in an alternate timeline, yeah. It's, I, I mean, it, I don't even know her name it's, anymore. It, it's the same alternate timeline where I didn't get chicken pox when I was right. Playing, see, uh, <laughs> see, we got to write this movie. Here. <laughs> uh, okay, well, okay. Um, so so basically, then they they win this game at the end. Yeah, they win. And so everybody's happy. They kiss and mm. the movie ends. And <clears throat> I still think we're missing something that's so important. And we need to we need to we need to fill these holes. Oh, get it with the innuendos. Oh, yeah. Because of like the fifth she actually fight. said that at one point. She does. She oh, she talked and about then she said she was flexible and said about flexible things. and gapes. And I mean, it was like it's hard to count how many. It was so things. bad. It was. It was such an overacting. Uh, anyway, well, so. but you see, I mean, they're, they're okay. The thing is, you can do the innuendos with somebody, and they don't realize they're saying them in a good way. Like on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm. um, the character of Charles Boyle does that a lot. Well, he'll say something that is completely an innuendo, and he doesn't realize that it's an innuendo yeah. or it means something else. You know, he'll he'll just say that. You know, it's like it's like we can both get the guy off, right? You know, something like that, which. <clears throat> Is one thing, but if you just like pile it on and on and on and on and on with a bunch of them all in like five seconds. Well, she's talking about like gaping holes yeah. and taking a massive load and her back up against the wall. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah. Like it's it's not even trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like when she gets offended, when he's like, well, what's your favorite position? It, like again, that, like I, I don't mean to harp on that thing, but like that's it's that's such- like such a motif of like the oh the offended feminist. Uh, thinks yeah. everything's about sex but you get it she, everything she says is about sex isn't that funny <laughs> it's like mm, it's kind of no. lazy and stupid but whatever and um especially in 2019 I, I can understand like in 2002 when Slapshot 2 was made yeah but this is 17 years after that uh-huh. and they're still doing this come on like find, right. find another way to be funny please yeah whatever 
Well, anyways, um, let's take another uh, break from for a word from our sponsors, and uh, then we'll come back and maybe look at some reviews online and oh, stuff and oh see boy. what other people might have thought of this movie. Okay. Okay. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast Super. called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what, what do we do, Matt? We, we watch biopics, and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we, we, It's a lot we, more exciting than that, though. Yeah, so, 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 so we, we analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're, they're spelled differently, folks. Yeah. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, sh- great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and... Uh, a futile and stupid gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too, too real. real. Bye-bye. Any day. I'm ready. I'm ready. When you need magical appraisal, you won't find a wizard as wizened as Wizard Quaff. The world is expendable in the grand scale of my hatred for creatures beyond my understanding. And you, Megas Elgar, even if he has some peculiar preferences. Abominations! Curb your tongue! Let's you uncork my lust for opiates! You can hear Wizard Quaff and his exciting adventures in the upcoming radio comedy, Megas Elgar. Visit MegasElgar.com to download your copy today. Okay, and we are back. Back from break. Back to the, yeah, back from the break. <laughs> and now it's time to break balls. Anyways, um, <laughs> so, um, The Internet Movie Database only has three reviews for this movie because it's a recent film. And um, so I'm going to read them all. <laughs> all right. Do it, man. Okay. Let's do it. The first one is a very short one. One out of ten from uh, Gox Get X It. Okay. I'm trying to say their username. <clears throat> Gox Get X It. And I don't know why I'm saying it with like a Russian accent or something it's, there, but it's hey, like, man. it's got to be. Anyways, um, <laughs> sequel rule number one. Keep the actors that made the original good, missing important people, and put in bad replacements. I don't know what that meant. Um. <clears throat> okay, and now here's the second one, which is from... See, I think I'm, I'm I'm making everything sound like I'm a like I'm a Klingon or something. Is that it all? Sing, it all sounds like Klingon, doesn't it? See, I I don't know. I don't really know how Klingon sounds. It's pretty much how Klingon okay. sounds. Anyways, um, <laughs> so this one, it says an easy to like movie, nine out of ten stars. Um, Benchwarmers Two: Breaking Balls is a hoot to watch and laugh with. Mm. This movie works because from start to finish, each actor comes across as taking their role to heart, but not seriously. 
In other words, they each did their best to have fun and make and that makes it fun for the audience. The plot is charming, each character is engaging, and the dialogue is spot on for the story. It's every bit as and that had an exclamation point at the end of it for some odd reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's every bit as good as the original mm-hmm. and a must see lighthearted comedy to brighten your day. Is it lighthearted, really? Yeah, I don't know. And then here's the last one from Zizkox. I, I'm determined now I'm just going to read everybody's username like I'm a Klingon from now on. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, I don't know how annoying that'll get. I'll probably oh, forget shoot. by the next time we record. <laughs> Anyways. Probably will. <laughs> okay. This one is an 8 out of 10. And it says, these movies are likable. These movies are funny and likable, but I truly wonder if the creators actually know that fast pitch and slow pitch are two different sports. That's all they had to say. They, they're criticizing of everything you can criticize in this movie. They're criticizing the actual softball that was played in the film. Wow. What a great eye for detail there. So it's not the overacting teammates, the guy who looks up in the sky for Monica Mm-hmm. Who cheated on him with some other guy? Oh, yeah, some some stereotypical Hispanic guy. And he's always looking up to the sky as though she's dead, but she's not dead. She's alive. She, she appears in the film. So what? After she cheated with him, does she just become an ethereal spirit that lives yeah. in the sky now? And then you've got and then like, you've got like a stereotypical Canadian who drinks too who much. drinks too much. Yeah. But you know none of that. No, it's it's because they used a fastball. Not a and, softball. and my favorite, my favorite, your favorite scene, and my favorite scene in the whole thing is when the. Canadian passes out, and um, the the ump says, "I think he's dead." And then Chris Klein's like, "No, he's just Canadian." Yeah, I did not even get that at first. Me either. I was like, "What does that even mean?" Um, like so, I said, it's like if someone's like, "That guy sure loves to eat clam chowder." Does he like clam chowder? No, he's just Australian. Mm, okay, uh, I'm not sure what that has, has to do with anything, but. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. So, um, My analogies aren't good. <laughs> I think you just like clam chowder. Yeah, I do. I hate it. Anyways, um, <laughs> the um, so uh, okay. So I've got just one question before we wrap this uh, shindig up. Um, if you could make a sequel to any sports film what film would it be any uh, and what would the sequel be called oh let's see here any sports film hmm well some of them already have sequels let's see here it could even be one that already has a sequel and you want to make like a third or a fourth one third fourth I would say, damn! I wish I watched enough sports movies. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I can't get, jog my mind a little bit. Give give me some ideas of sports films. Oh, there's Major League. <clears throat> there's course. Rudy. There's uh, I don't know. Slapshot. There's um. <laughs> <laughs> we already did Slapshot. Mighty Ducks. Too. There's Mighty uh. They uh, made a few Mighty Ducks. Movies. Yeah. Damn it. Um. <clears throat> oh God. Please, I got I gotta come up with like a funny title. Um, <clears throat> all right, uh, 
Okay, I, th- I think I've got one right now. All right, so um, you know the the great classic Airbud films, right? Yes. About the dog that can play mm-hmm. basketball, soccer. Uh, I got one I think would be cool about where Buddy, as yes. he is colloquially known, um, is um, now doing Russian roulette. It's it's Airbud fifteen, wag the trigger, baby. Okay, it doesn't make any sense, but. No. <laughs> I I've got a couple of really dark ones based on true 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 uh, um, films. Yeah. Okay. The first one would be uh, Rudy selling cars, and because um, I'm pretty sure that's what Rudy Rudiger um, ended up doing after a while. He was selling cars. Hey man. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> makes no big, good money. But, but it'd be an interesting sequel. You know, him as a car salesman. It's just about him being a car salesman. Yes. It's not. It's, yeah. It's not actually. Hold on. Um. After you're done with that, I, I want to. I, I got another Airbud one. I think I sent this to you once a long time ago, actually. Okay, uh, and um, yeah, l- let me think of another one here too, really quick. Um, I oh okay. Uh, let's take a. Mm, want to take another break? Nah, we don't need another oh, break. Cool. Um, I can think of it really quick. Well, well, I I I think I got another dark one. So uh, all right, this one be a really dark movie. It would just be called Radio Dead Air. It would just be his funeral for like two hours. <laughs> Sorry. That's bad. It's really bad. That's bad. So, um, Most funerals don't even last for two hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, was, I mean, that's for like real ones. And I was thinking like, you know, like, like I'm saying, I still want to do those. Uh, I think that the cutting edge movies need to become horror films eventually. And you just start slashing yeah. people with ice <clears throat> skates. Because I think that would be good. I, I like that. I still like mine. Cutting edge seven. Uh, seven blades for seven brothers. Yes, I like it too. And that could be a double meaning. That, or, that, that or, could be like, like let's say the, the 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 female figure skater. Every time she doesn't like one of the guys that tries out, to, like these seven brothers all try out to yeah. be, be be her uh, her partner. And every time she doesn't like one of them, she just slits their she just slits, slits and throws her stabs in the back with a skate. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's perfect. I like it. I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, anyways, uh, I think that's all we got for today. I'm running uh, low on uh, uh, on um. You got, on, need some more caffeine. Yeah, I'm oh. run, running low on some Fago Moon Mist. Me too. But you were going to ask me one more question. You always ask me after every single one. Yes. Yes. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Would you recommend this movie to anybody? I would absolutely not recommend this movie to anyone. I'll tell you why. Okay, <laughs> I was yes. waiting for you to ask me that yes. question. Okay. Like I literally forced you to. But um, <clears throat> I would rather. Have John Heater proselytize the Church of Latter Day Saints for me every single day for ten thousand years as the character of Napoleon Dynamite in the most inopportune location in terms of climate, economy, and recreation than to watch this movie ever again in my entire life. That's a strong stance. It's a very strong. That's stance. a very strong, strong stance. I. Would probably just watch this movie again as opposed to having that happen to me. I'm just saying. That's I mean, just, watch, yeah, that's, you know, that's fine, but, you know. Because I, I, I like it. I could probably get used to John here talking to me about that. So I, I could probably find some kind of leasure in that. So, you know, you know, you find something that you can like about something. That, so, that would, so, 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 so John Hedder, if you're listening. Hedder, not, not Heater, sorry. Is it Hedder or Heater? I, I don't know. I always Whichever it is. Heater. It doesn't matter. But, but John, sir, if you're listening. And would like to take Matthew up on his uh, proposition here. 
Um, <clears throat> he's willing to do that as opposed to watching the sequel to a movie you were in. Yeah. Because the first because you one, weren't in the sequel. You were in the first one. If you were in the sequel, it might have been a better movie. You were actually good in the first one. Yes. So, and again... I honestly don't remember the first one much. I don't either, but I remember he was okay in it, and so was everyone else in the movie. But And it was, and, and, and the thing is, they didn't overact to the point of, of just being a complete caricature in that movie either. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, uh, I'm not really opposed to hearing you talk about your religion. So, um... You know, go ahead and talk to me about it for 10,000 years. I'm, I'm okay with that. I probably won't convert, but I'd like to know more about it and become sort of academically um, aware of it and become somewhat of a scholar of it. And then who knows? That can actually come from something. Something, something can come from that and we can create and, a school and teach people and then you know make money. And then that, that way we can further the economy from the bad place that has a bad economy. Maybe you can make a, a sequel to Saturday's Warrior. What's that? It's a uh, it's a great Mormon film that um, everyone should watch someday. It's it's a cheesy musical. It's um it's quite possibly one of the most amazing films I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And I'm saying that all sarcastically. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, yeah, I would rather watch Saturday's Warrior than watch this movie again. Cool. Okay. Anyways. Um, be sure to uh, check us out on social media. Um, share this with your friends, you know, and if you can review us wherever you review people like us and these podcast things out there in the interwebs. The series of tubes. The tubes. There's tubes. A series of tubes. That's what the Internet is, isn't it? It's a series of tubes. Sure. Yeah. That's what the guy what a- who was in charge of the Internet and the government like in 2006 said. He said the Internet was a series of tubes. Again, I love our government. Yeah, it's awesome. They're so smart (laughs) and and amazing. And if they're listening to this podcast, don't kill me. Anyways, um, so we'll be back maybe Maybe. next time um, with more All Too Real 2. And um, until then, um, sayonara. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.